Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. Full house today. Mm. But back. Bush is back. That's my name. Yeah. That's my name. Yeah, tits. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be back, you, fellas. Go on. I missed How you guys. You? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I missed you guys. Yeah, you all right? You behaved yourselves when I was away? No. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, listen, yeah. we struggle through when you're not here, Andrew, yeah. but, you know, we do get by and it's yeah. lovely to have you in full attendance today. But I think, you know, for me personally, I'd like to start with agenda point one and just to say how lovely uh, the respective haircuts mm. of Peter and Barrington are today. And I see that you've both been done. Do you go together? Discuss. Go with no, it. Oh, no, we, no, we don't. Beautiful. We don't. I, I actually go very, very far out my way to get my hair because I have to go to. Can I just oh, you got to skim, don't you? Don't, yeah, I yeah, have yeah. To go to skim. Well, just before we get into go this, uh, Ped's hair is just to give us a little tilt there. Ped, let's look at your hair, Turner. Very high fade. Mm. Um, mm. It looks like you know when you when you go past the hairdressers, they've got like a slightly faded book of uh, Turkish <laughs> yeah. hairstyles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got that kind of look. Uh, uh, Baz has got kind of. Um, <laughs> Slight, slight side parting, and again, mm. another high fade, uh, but it's got a kind of military look to it. Mm. Yeah, that's like not that high well. fade, that's grey hair. That's grey hair. That's grey hair. <laughs> that's just, it's, it's... Uh, sorry, uh, Ped, please uh, elaborate on your, your process of getting your hair cut. Uh, I, well, it's a booking system, of course, which may, a lot of major <laughs> hair, hair places are doing now. And I have to go way out of Liverpool too. There's a place, Andrew, called Skem, Skemmersdale. It's outside Liverpool. And what, what's amazing about Skemmersdale is it's obviously one of these, like, it's it's Milton Keynes of Liverpool, effectively. Mm, so it's mm, full around the boat. Full around the boat. Can't but get the, out. But the major thing about, about Skem is... It's like Hotel California. It, once you're there, mm. you're stuck because it doesn't actually have a train station. So right. I think people just got lost and just decided stay to there. just stay there. Mm. One time, and uh, you have that. There's like the Scouse accents, but 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 they're not Scouse oh. accents. They have a slight twang, twang. Mm. And when they say they're going to town, it's probably Ormskirk. Yeah, which is really, mm. really, really uh, worrying. How did you end up having your hairdresser there, though? How, how did that begin? So basically, there was a uh, there's a barber. Um, in Liverpool, who 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 used to go by the name of Cutthroat Peter, uh, he lost it in the divorce. Um, yeah. And <laughs> two story, your body builds. And up. he's big, big Evertonian. Good cuts. Wayne Rooney's hair cuts. Ross Barkley's hair cuts. Oh. John Stones. He cuts all, loads mm. of players. All the greats. Honestly, he gets. I, I'll I'll go into it off air. What the some of the process he he basically he, he sometimes goes down to St George's Park and cuts all the England players here. Anyway, mm-hmm. he doesn't cut my hair, but <laughs> he did have a he did have a barbershop using his name, uh, where he was upstairs cutting Leighton Baines's hair, and downstairs you'd have the run of the mill barbers who were also very expensive, and uh, I I wanted a good barber because you know it's like you go in, you've got the anxiety of sitting there, you've got the anxiety of asking the guy exactly what you want, and you end up. Yeah. Coming out with something completely different, so win that. I, I had a little bit of a reset. I thought, you know what, I'm doing all right. I've, I'm on telly every day in a, in a way. I've got a I've got to look presentable. I've got to have a decent haircut, and I, I basically <laughs> just sourced them. Found found a guy called Darren. Found that he was an Evertonian, and but basically what happened is Joel and COVID. He had to set up his own shop up in back home in Skem. It's not a great story. This I can I, I, I'm, I'm rambling it's on. A, it's a story, but a story. It, it is just it's very much like this is what we have to listen to Ned every day. Mm. It's just a story, and uh, I followed him to Skem because he know he knows my hair. He knows I'm just going to ask what you actually ask for. I ask for nothing now. That's question. the beauty of it. I just sit down, 
relax and he does listen to whatever pod lad bible podcast they're listening to on the on the big telly yesterday's was about an sas guy because you know all these youngsters are fascinated with like war and the or us he wouldn't want to go like it's the call of duty mentality isn't it i've I've done a campaign lads i want to listen to this fella so mine was a different experience so i've had you know, Penny Lane, there is a barbers. Well, that's basically where I've had my hair cut since I was... Clang! Yeah, right. Right, okay. since I was like eight, seven, mm. eight, right? right? And a cup at the barbers moved on, but I've had a girl who's cut my hair for about 25 years. So I'm in the same thing. Yeah. Go into Adele, sit down, don't have to say a word, he just does it, blah, blah, blah. They just know. They just know. They just know. Great. But mm. the problem is... <laughs> yeah, exactly. The problem is she's left the oh. shop... So she's gone to another place and she's only there two days a week, whatever, whatever. She's only there on a Monday and Tuesday and Zach, I obviously, Zach comes with me. So Zach come in last week. Actually, your son, isn't that's he? My for, son, my 12 year old. With your family set up, yeah. That's the one, sorry, yeah. <laughs> and Ped will will be a, a witness to this. His hair was shocking last week, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he, he yeah, yeah. He I, had, I, like, there's four... many things I could say, but yeah. I, I won't no. say them. But... So he needed a haircut, I think's the best thing to yeah, say, that's, isn't that's it? Uh, and he was like, Dad, and he, so, so last week. Early they... take that. It was early take Early that, take yeah. that. Okay. Mark yeah. Owen. Mark yeah. Owen, yeah. full yeah. of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Um, you know, he was, he was about, uh, he was just a little bit shy of Gary, no, not Gary Newman, the one out of um, Thingy. Gary Barlow. No, the one who, even earlier in the 80s. The one who had the uh, uh, human league. Him. Oh, oh, um, uh, yeah, Phil Oakey. Phil Oakey. Yeah, not, not, not a Gary, Gary at all. Electric Dream. Yeah. Phil Oakey coming. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Um, not by his choice, just by the fact Brother, that... Brother, of course, that. Carrie. So last week, the kids were off, weren't they? <laughs> the kids were off on because of the strikes. Yeah. So that was the time. to. So I had yeah. to do that thing. Give me a bit of anxiety. Yeah, my course. year was terrible. Mm. My year was getting closer. Can you be a bit harsh on yourself? No, no, it was getting towards a grey <laughs> alan said it was. Right? Nice one. <laughs> so we had to do that thing of going somewhere else. Yeah. So we've gone, pulled up at this shop. Mm. The barber was playing a guitar and that got my vote. Yeah, there you go. So went in and he was brilliant. The fella what was, was he? Brilliant. What was sorry, What was he? What was he playing on the I guitar? I don't know. I didn't. Know. He stopped when we opened the door. Obviously, he was just ah, there. But he was a dead nice fella. Cut tracks here. Looks great. Mm. All sorts of done mine. Brilliant. Been here for years. Round the corner from where he used to live. Don't know. Why I never tried him before. And um, so has that cured your anxiety? That will probably become. Because I'm, that'll probably be our barbers because he was great. He some was people great. don't mm. understand the anxiety of going into the barbers no. and, and stuff like that. I said that, last no. week. I, said, mm. I hate. Going to get me, I don't. When I'm, I'm not sat there going, oh my god, but I hate that. Even with, yeah. even going to a Delta, I've got to go and get me air cut. Yeah. How many people are going to be waiting? You don't have it because it's a point. No, I have to go to Skem, no, but you do have to go to Skem. So, uh, yeah. but there's that, there's that thing. I remember when I used to get my haircut in Brixham in Devon when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul's barbershop in Brixham. Paul mm-hmm. was good, yeah. But the guy that he worked with used to absolutely murder your hair, yeah. Like, look like mm-hmm. a yeah. bucket of chips at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I would go early. I'd get there. Bearing in mind this was a teenager, so yeah. you, you know, you normally lying in bed. I used to get down there for seven in the morning Jeez. in the morning because I knew that the other guy didn't start until half seven. That's how much you go the extra yard. Yeah. So that you, yeah, yeah. Would you ever say to the guy that you don't want to cut your hair? Actually, I'll wait for. Well, yeah, I was going to say the, I had well, this. I've, I've done that lots of times, and I, I just now generally feel bad for the guy that you've gone. No, I'll wait, mate. Yeah. I'll wait for him. I'm waiting you for. See, I I've done it in the shop. Sorry, that I done it with the, yeah. the Dell and a girl. So I'd go in, and one time I let her cut me in, like Andy said, it was. 
she, she, I've said this to you before. She kept asking me, like, a minute into the haircut, is that all right? And I was like, no, I've literally told you. Number one down the side. You, you haven't even touched and all that anyway. So we got to the stage where I, I was just like, no, we'll wait. And then you feel bad. And then it got it to the terrible. stage where she knew. So she mm. she almost had the cob on. Yeah. And this one yeah. this one time, I bang this one time we were going to we were going to Florida and it took me and Zach went in and Adele was off and there was only here. And it was the flip oh, of the coin. Oh. Do I gamble? Yeah. Or do and, and we let her and she just about managed it for our holiday, <laughs> but that was mm. that anxiety level. So no wonder Andy, you got up to go that half it's an hour early. Yes, See, I, I, I used to have the awkward thing of, as, as you say, sitting in the chair and then thinking, right, well, I don't want to go next yeah. because I know that Gillian's going to be finishing about about five minutes <laughs> yeah, and I'd yeah. rather go with her. So then you sort of, but it is awkward because you're mm. effectively saying, I don't want you to tr- uh, to yeah. cut my hair yeah. or I'd yeah. rather somebody else's. But, but now I get around yeah. it by now I actually book an appointment with Brilliant. Gillian and therefore everybody knows where they are and there's no awkwardness, you know, and I, and, and, you know, we're all, we're all happy, but mm. you know, my, my uncle Dave is good in the, in the hairdressers and he goes in and he sits in the chair and they say, you know, how would you like your haircut? And he says, in silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that. That's a good I one. always fall asleep. I feel so sleepy. Yeah, that. I do. I, really I do. find it so relaxing. relaxing. I find it yeah, so yeah. relaxed. But that's why I made sure, like, my barber was in Evertonian. It was the first thing I, I made sure I checked mm. out. Because I was mm. thinking, you sit down, smugness comes in, doesn't it? The smooth, you know, oh, whether you've won or whether you've lost, yeah. they're smug. They're just smug. You don't that's, have to deal with this, Andy. Yeah. They're just smug. Anytime, if if you've won, they pat you on the head and go, oh, it's all going to be okay. And if you've lost, they're going to tell you exactly why you lost yeah. or they're going to tell you why you're good. It, it was like, it, it's again, it's that thing in this city with like the taxi, if you ever get in a taxi and you go, first thing they can ask you is you red or a blue? And you go, I always go, neither mate, I, I like uh, table tennis or something. Because mm. I just could <laughs> not be asked having mm. that conversation with some guy who has not got a clue, mm. basically. Yeah. Can I tell you one weird thing that my my barber, my hairdresser, does with me? Tell though, me, many. This, this is born out. I mean, is this podcastable? It is podcastable. She <laughs> washes my hair forwards in the sink. That way, that's she a lean forwards yeah, in the sink. That's... Like I felt like I was drowning. It took me back to being a kid. You know, you panic waterboard. And you get water well, like you're being like... waterboarded again. <laughs> yeah, waterboarded. She waterboards me yeah. every three weeks. A fair play, Andy. Fair play. Do you have to get yeah. charged extra for that? No, it's just I've never. I, I've spoken to other people about it, and mm. no one else who goes to the barber has their hair washed forwards. Okay. They always have their hair washed back. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we, washing it backwards makes more sense, it especially when, when you think about the positioning of the sink and also Drippage. the runoff of the water yeah. away yeah. from yeah. your hair. That makes total sense to me. The, the forward thing is odd, but do you ever get that thing where they they sometimes they then sort of morph into a unasked for head massage right have you ever had that thing where they start off by actually washing your hair and then they kind of just and i always feel it it just feels a little bit awkward because it's almost sexual you know when you're sort (laughs) of there but you you know what i mean you know when you kind of think this is quite personal you know this sort of level of touching Mm. and i'm kind of thinking i haven't paid for extras right i must admit during the pandemic or around the edges of the pandemic sorry not during Mm. the pandemic because of course Mm. 
haircuts when I was No, I did quite like it when when Darren used to wear his black rubber uh, gloves. <laughs> did you? I'm, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. That maybe I found something a little bit out about myself yeah, during that time. It was just, yeah. it was I mean, just, was Eurovision not the biggest indicator? Not that week. Not that. Not that week. It was just that that extra little feel of that that rubber against me. Hey, 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 yeah. Listen. Wow. Hey, wow. Listen, we, mate. Mate. I told, listen. It's it's varying shades. Different strokes for different folks. Mate. Stuff out about that. We're always learning. Always. We're always growing. And if we're not, then we're not. We're not. If yeah. anyone is able to put that that feeling of the rubber against my head in quotes on a t-shirt. <laughs> great new line of merch. There's some tremendous line. Let's do let's do six minutes of football. Go on, I mean, you might because right, right. we had the good results and we have yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we'll, we'll start with the bush because mm. we've not had the bush's input since Everton have picked up. There's four points we've picked yeah. up since Andy was last on. So Andy, Chelsea away at the weekend. Tough game. Everton obviously just beat Brentford. Um but going behind twice and in the end, picking up a very well, in my opinion, a very good point. Yeah, I think, you know, we've talked about the mentality changing. He's definitely mm. changed the mentality, the way that they don't give in. We don't collapse like we do, we did under Lampard, like mm. when stuff inevitably doesn't go our way because we mess up and give people stupid chances or give away stupid penalties, etc. Mm. Uh, and there was, you know, there was definitely still a bit of that in our play against Chelsea, you know, the thing for, for leading up to the penalty and mm. giving the ball away, etc. Yeah. But um, they keep they keep going, they keep going at it. And I was just over the moon for, for Sims. It was mm. just... Uh, I can't stop watching that goal. <laughs> uh, the, the way he went past the the defender, he yeah. just absolutely turned him yeah. over. It was um, I've not seen an Everton player do that for a hell of a long time, mm. and it, it was just fantastic to see. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, my my dad sent me a screenshot the other day. I don't know if you've seen this the the league table since Deitch mm. took over, and we're like seventh yeah. or sixth. Yeah. So you you can't argue with it. And as of the you know this morning's recording, uh, the, the the you know Palace have got have put Roy Hodgson back in. Mm. That, you know, that I feel like a few things are going our way. Do you know what I mean? We've just got to keep on going. We've got some tough fixtures coming up, but it was hugely encouraging uh, over the weekend. It really was. Dave, what was what was the best thing for you about the uh, the result? Um, again, I mean, I'd agree. It's all about man- mentality, isn't it? Mm. You know, and that's the one thing that Sean Dyche said the word mentality about half a dozen times in the post-match interview that I saw. And, mm. and that's the thing is that under him, we are far more solid and far more just substantial and just don't collapse in the same way. Mm. I don't think we would have got that result under Lampard, certainly of late. And, um, you know, confidence just seems to be a lot better. And, um, and yeah, you know, I think especially coming back as well, you know, Mm. when, when, you know, when we've gone behind before, you just think, Oh, this is it, you know, and and this could get really, really rotten, but to actually come back, likewise, delighted for Ellis Sims. I mean, not taking anything away from him. I thought the keeper had a bit of a shocker with that, to be honest with you. I thought the keeper should have had it. But that 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 aside, the way that he went past, was it Kulabai or whatever mm. like that at the back and, mm. you know, kept his composure. I thought it was great. And I'm really, really chuffed for him and for his confidence as well because, you know, he's a lad that needs that confidence. Apparently, he went to see Sean Dyche in the week and he was saying, you know, what do I need to do? What do I need to improve in terms of my game? And he sort of highlighted sort of three or four points in terms of sort of playing tougher and playing stronger. And that's what Sean Dice did. And that's what he did. And we all know how, you know, goals can can change, you know, the head of a, of a player, hopefully for the best. So I think, and as you say, Andy, I think in terms of other stuff around us, I think that we are as well equipped as anybody in that bottom nine in terms of, you know, if to, to give it a good go. I mean, 
it's tight and it's going to be tight all the way through and mm. there's teams down there with games in hand on us and and whatnot but they've got to win them mm. um and for sure we'll end up in the bottom three again i have no doubt but i think that we are as well equipped as anybody and as you say when you see roy hodgson getting reinstalled at palace yeah. you know Man. you think you think we've got a decent chance at this and and the Sean Dyche change has been marked in terms of its improvement. Also, as well, just just that that ball forward to Sims mm. is you don't see you haven't seen that in a while from Everton. Do you mm. know what I mean? That kind of like you know a, a player wanting the ball on the shoulder of, mm. you know, of the defence, and mm. that, it's that kind of you know because we've seen it so many times. We get into a good position and it, it gets recycled out to the wings again, come yeah, back, yeah. and you just think, and it just fades out and it just falls apart. So mm. it's just nice that you know we can have a bit more directness in our play. I don't know whether he'll start him in the next game. I don't know what this means for him, for mm. Sims. I, I don't know if it will be a start in the next game, but it, it surely opens the door of possibility because we've been so starved of any mm. kind of attacking mm. threat. I mean, that's the other thing that you can't deny from the game, even though it was great to get back in it. We didn't offer a hell of a lot. I mean, I watched mm. a few different types of uh, highlights of the game and there wasn't that many. I know sometimes the Blues get quite a poor showing from mm. edited highlights in different things, but we didn't offer a hell of a lot. But so it was a little glimmer of maybe of stuff to come, a way mm. of playing slightly I thought, differently. I thought once you went behind, we, we were a lot sharper. Yeah. We, had, we had more yeah. opportunities. Up until then, yeah, we were quite reserved. But I think for Sims, the confidence that he can score in the Premier League, he's done it. He's done it at a big, big That's ground. Huge. He's got a late goal and it was an important goal. It wasn't 3 0 and he got one. Um, and therefore, I think for him, we were saying this yesterday, just make yourself the first sub. Mm-hmm. Make yourself the one the manager looks for and thinks you can change this game for yeah, us. Because yeah. I don't see him. Don't know about you, Pep. I don't yeah. see him putting Sims in right no, now. I, but I think no, and, and I don't want him to either. Sub. To be honest yeah. with you, I don't want I don't want that pressure upon him because mm-hmm. you know I think you could destroy what was created in terms of you know Saturday. But I think as an impact player mm-hmm. to come off the bench. Um, and he will now believe in himself. And as you say, it wasn't yeah. like he scored the third or the fourth in mm. some kind of easy route at home. I mean, this was a crucial goal away from home to bring him level. Yeah. And that, um, that does you the world of good. Yeah. Mm. Does you the world of good. I think, Ped, the mentality thing has been probably the most tangible thing out of everything else, hasn't it? Because we're starting to be scrumming. That's four goals in two away games, by the way, forever, which is a bit mad. But the mentality right. yeah, thing I, has I, been I think a, there's bit... a I think there's a lot of factors. I think Sean Dyche, just the way he speaks and comes out and speaks to the media, probably takes a lot of the heat off some of the mm. players, mm. probably makes them think they can be a little bit freer. And with the three in midfield, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a little bit more structure and strength to the whole mm. team. And that allows... That that keeps that keeps that mentality, you know. The, I I just look at the set pieces and see how the set pieces are structured. The set pieces work. We tried the same one nearly all the time, and we have mm. a lot of joy with it. Back post, someone knocks it down. Normally Tarkowski, and someone's in there, and mm. we've we've got joy yeah. off it. And I just think I think you just look at the players and think they know what they're doing now. And you know, we spoke yesterday about Michael Keane's role in the team, and it's mm. you look at the numbers, and and obviously we, we we pull the numbers apart at times, but you look at the stats from Saturday, and Michael Keane is basically heading everything in the air and James Tarkowski's doing everything else, all the other stuff and it's like that's the reason he's in the team if people don't understand and it sounds to me like that uh, Sean Dyche has simplified so many yeah. things for mm. players and and yeah. something like that if ta- if Connor Cody's in the team and I, I thought Connor Cody did alright he, mm. he hasn't been the same player since he came back from the World Cup but I think he's not the tallest player so Tarkowski's having to do 
all the heading mm. and also mm. have to do all the other stuff. Mm. Then what's Connor Cody doing? Now Michael Keane's in the team and he's doing all the heading. That leaves Tarkowski to do a lot more. And I think it's just little changes like that. The core playing as 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 uh, the midfielder that joins up with the mm. number nine. Little Awobi's ne never did that. People can talk about creativity, but he never joined up. No. It was never active. Never getting on the end of it. It was never active. So no 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 one else from the midfield joined up either. Mm. I think it's just those little subtle changes. Dwight McNeil have a run of games and just get a little bit of consistency of in his own game, well, a little yeah. bit of confidence. And that's all it is. I think I think it's just yeah. knowing your play. I don't think he's done anything drastic. I just think mm. that Lampard had an ideology or a philosophy and it, it actually went against what we had to do so it never really worked mm. players never yeah. really bought into it because I don't think I think they look at managers and go well if you don't quite know what you're doing we don't yeah, certainly yeah. don't know what we're, oh. you're doing also, what a change from like set pieces, as you say, mm. then, Ped, for like, I mean, every time we had a corner against us, I thought that, you know, they're going to, yeah. someone else, they're going to score. Whereas, like, yeah. now I, I do feel a little bit, I feel confident with us defending corners. I feel that like we might score every time we put a ball in yeah. the box. Yeah. It certainly felt like mm. that in you know, mm. the Chelsea mm. game. We got one that way and could have had another, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. You'd hear the commentary team saying, you know, things like, Everton are exceptional off corners. You hear other managers, the brilliant off corners. You're seeing it now with, like you say, Andy, they had four corners in injury time the other day. And, and the Evertonian in you thinks they're going to get, they're going to score this because we, yeah. we've equalised. But when you actually look at it, it's not they're even if anything's it. close. It's just we're winning yeah. the header and it's getting out for a corner on the other side. So in general, and I, and I know, listen, it, it, we scored, the last two goals of Frank Lampard's reign were corners, so it isn't all just since Dyke come in, but since Dyke has come in, it's obviously got even better than it was. And it's a, just another weapon, isn't it, Dave? If you, if you can't score from creativity, yeah. having that option from a set piece is important. I think so. And 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 also, as you were saying before about, um, you know, Decore and and coming back to what we know is his best quality, I think, in being that box-to-box -box midfielder that we saw glimpses of before mm. when he first arrived. But then he lost his way. And now I think under Dyche and, and with sort of redeploying him and, and obviously giving him that confidence, it's like having a new player, mm. you know, and also, you know, with, with Keane as well. I mean, we said this before, it's, it's no surprise that Dyche had decided to you know, trust in players that he knows well mm. from before, mm. you know, and in Tarkowski and also in, in Keane, he's got that two ex players of his at uh, McNeil as well. Mm. He's given, you know, newfound confidence to, um, so it is like having a couple of new players and, and, and I think it's refreshed things and it's just shored things up a little bit. Mm. Um, and, um, but yeah, again, we go back to the same words, mentality and it's confidence and it's just, not collapsing and and um yeah he's made a huge difference and you know the other and, thing as well I, we're not part of the lad bible football take the piss patter carousel anymore i knew yeah. i mean ped was saying about dice has just kind of closed down the fire on everything he's just put mm. everything out and got it calm even keel the come we're just carefully charting our way out of this shit mm. situation mm. and we're not like I feel like there's less memes, Everton mm. memes, or Everton jokes doing around. We're, get, we're going under the headlines again, whereas I felt like with Frank Lampard, we were just this kind of like horror show all the mm. way through and people were taking the mickey out of us where, I don't know, it's, it's different now. We're, it's not, the, we're not headline. I think, I, think, I think as well, I think, I think from Daish's point of view, and I haven't heard him say this and he, he wouldn't say it necessarily, but I always felt that when he came into Everton and he obviously saw the position that they were in, I think he took one look at the squad and I think he sort of thought, do you know what? 
these are, you know, they've got some decent players there. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, certainly this is a better squad that he ever had at Burnley. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think totally. that's, you know, when you look at it and that's the way that I think he's seen it in mm. terms of the well, fact said, that he operated for a long time. Days, didn't we? we said when he come in, these, this squad isn't as bad as it's showing. It just wasn't. Absolutely. You look at the players Absolutely. in it. Yeah, the short up front, we know that. We know, yeah. you know, you can't take that away. Some other squads below us have got better forward plays. We know that. But then you're doing the defence we've got and the goalkeeper. You're doing the midfield plays. We've got a disservice by going, these are terrible. Because they're not. But no. they were looking bad because there was, like Ped said before, there was no belief in anything they were doing. And Andy, just yeah. on your point, the difference between the two, if Everton stay up and stay up, well, however it happens, whether he beat Bournemouth on the last day to stay up or whether it's done a couple of games before. If Everton lost the first couple of games the next season, I don't think people would be saying straight away, Sean Dyche is favourite for the sack. Mm. Whereas this summer, Frank Lampard was favourite for the sack before a ball mm. had even been mm. kicked. He said himself. Yeah. People I see him, I, I was like, the in the bottom two managers, the first managers to be sacked. I'm not convinced that same narrative will no, be around Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche is a good man. No, but that's what I'm that's saying. The difference so, is, so I think sometimes, removes that, sometimes things get said about, like for, you, not just this football club, that other football clubs that you don't quite see when you're too close to because you mm. you have a, you, you favour a person or, or or you're just too close to you're it. Breathing it people and people from the outside will look at a situation and go, that looks terrible. And we don't always take it on board. Mm. And I think that was the case with Frank Lampard. I think, too many people bought into it. I'm not quite sure. I still see people going, I love Frank. I have no idea why they do it. I, I think no they like I think they liked the the PR Frank Lampard and his name. Well, fair enough. I think that's what I it like is. Managers who actually been games No, that's what I mean. If you actually distill it down. Yeah, but that was the same with we said it a million times. We're saying Sam Allardyce. If you go and look at Sam Allardyce's record, it's actually quite good yeah. as Everton manager. Yeah, nobody yeah. liked them. Nobody mm. really wanted them. Some some will because some will have gone well. All right, well, you're right. Though, that is the power of PR, that, isn't it? That's what PR is. The isn't power it? of PR. Marco Silva was actually a very good coach. Stuff. Well, the exactly, options yeah. got got a better chance to keep Crystal Palace with them. Vieira did. He's got the ass just that, because they, he'll organise them for yeah. a start. They won't do anything. They they won't be trying to do play out from the back and all that with Hodgson it'll we just be get organised for football don't we? we see the the power of media we see the power of pushing people into getting jobs we see mm. the power we see it we seen it when we got Frank when the other fella rung up Sky and had a little bit of a cry live on TV mm. it, des it destroyed the whole thing mm. for him so um yeah it's speaking of the power, power of um Sorry, the power of media. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just saying. Speaking of the power of media, I just mm -hmm. want to give a shout out to uh, an Evertonian called Wayne Brown, who has been tweeting Dan Juma after every single game where he's been sat on his ass on the bench. Fair play. His last one was saying, "How's it going, Dan Juma? Another busy weekend, was it?" Mm. Oh, don't, <laughs> great. Don't, that's, don't, that's, don't, don't, we have got to play them in two weeks. Yeah, but, yeah and also, and yeah. also, by the way, is is I I. I don't think Conte's going to be there on no, the other side of, of that bloody not. international break, which pisses well, me it's off. Ryan we Mason. could really do with with him being there because they're a mess under him. But at the minute. It's he's a... trying to get himself sacked, isn't yeah. he? He's just trying yeah, to get himself yeah, yeah. sacked. Do you know what? They're gonna they're gonna have a new manager just for that bloody game against us yeah. on the but third. Dave, it's right without being disrespectful to Ryan Mason. It's Ryan Mason who has took the job. No, no, I'm not. Forget about. I'm not even talking about Everton's game yeah. against Spurs, right? I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying from their perspective. You've got Antonio Conte, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the next minute you've got Ryan Mason. Right. At a time when they're going for the Champions right. League, so it's Conte flew home yesterday, and mm. I, I'm not being yeah, yeah. weird while I say mm. this, but mm. once again, it was the thing of a person in football going home via EasyJet, 
And fair play to you. know what? I know what? I just... Direct flight. Quick. Wouldn't you just think, though, like, you know, someone with that... I mean, if you've got the power... We've talked about haircuts before. If you've got the power to summon up that hair from nowhere, mm-hmm. surely you've got the power to just jump on a private jet and I go really like, You might like the easy jet. Well, I hope... Did, I, you, did I you track him on flight radar? Mm-hmm. I did not. I wish I had, no. to be fair. Easy, easy jet. Yeah, I, I, I do love me. Doesn't have to but pay also for the deal. You know. Bearing in mind, did I did I get this right? Did I hear over the last couple of days about his salary? Is it fifteen million a year? Yeah, exactly. He's and on. he's on yeah. a busy jet. Yeah, God. you know, and you would think that fifteen. I mean, that's a punchy salary mm. by any mm. by any comparison yeah. in the top. It's the flight. highest paid in the top flight, isn't he? Fifteen million per year. You mm. would imagine that you know you can go business on BA. I reckon for that kind of money. Mm. He might have listened. He might have wanted to be man of the people. We want Sean Marco Silva with the leather a, cap do you think on. That was a statement, though. Like I'm on an easy jet with my laptop out, and I'm I'm here for everyone to see him. Yeah, of course, we did, we did see. Not, tell you what, nothing I, Antonio bet. Conte does mm. is to try and yeah. keep his head down. He, like but Andy he, said before, he's managing his he, escape from with what's on his oh, head. Right, yeah. He exactly. he will have speedy boarding, won't he? And he'll oh, swagger yeah. in like a yeah. complete Conte right yeah. at the end, is just before the flight goes. Is there anything we're be talking? about Ned not being a Conte at the start. <laughs> Is there anything more ridiculous though than speedy boarding? I like speedy boarding. I know, well, but, yeah, well, you would. But, you see, the, the you thing know, is, I can, I, can remember, I can remember years ago, now speedy boarding works, but only, and here's the thing, and this is where I fell foul years mm. ago, and this was with my daughter's mum, right, who was heavily pregnant at the time. Yeah. And we did the speedy boarding thing because mm. we kind of thought so that we can get on and, like, she's, you know, uncomfortably yeah. about to pop and whatever. So we can get on and get our seat and we don't have that big scramble for the lockers and everything. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is that that only works if you're going straight from the airport building onto the flight via, say, one of those airports. Are they called an air tunnel, air tube, whatever yeah, they yeah, are? Yeah. Now, if you do what happened on this occasion, you right, where the there was bus. a bus involved, what mm. happens is you're first on the bus, exactly. which means you're last you're last bus. on the plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had a priority onto the bus, got a seat on the bus, everybody all piles on, and they're all literally squashed against mm. the door like this. The door's open, everybody legs it yeah. up the thing, which meant that we were literally the last people yeah. on shouldn't the plane. It be, you had late, late shouldn't board? it be speedy deboarding? That is better. Wouldn't that be better? Like disembarkments, I think it's off? called disembarkments. Oh, no, yeah. you disembark from Speedy the aircraft. Boarding is to, to quote, to quote, uh, yeah, you know. No, but when you get on, my missus is terrible for this. When you go to get, she's like edging for. Where are you going? Yeah, the plane's mm. not going without us. Well, no. it might. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. you know, the bags are on. Mm. Uh, there's a big queue. Why are you joining the queue? You could sit there. She might just want to get on. And sit I know, down. but I don't. You've got a seat. It's the one. It's you've the one. Got a seat. It's the I'm ones, with you. It's Ped. the ones who flap to get off, and I just think you're flapping to get off. But you know that, like, especially if it's a bus, mm. you're flapping to get off to stand on the bus because you. No, I get that. Gonna go. no, I, get, I, but I just I, don't get this though. Of like, and that's why speedy boarding to me is just nonsense. You're paying to basically either get on a bus first or sit on a on a plane for ages. Hmm. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I remember my dad used to make us stay sat down until everyone had got yes. off the plane. Then we could get off at the end. I used to hate that. Mm. It's always it's always stayed with me that. Why do we have to wait until everyone else gets off? Do you know what I mean? Fair play. I'll be honest. We, when we were in America, there was a girl sat sat next to Ned and and oh the guy we went with camp. She wished she had she speedy, wished she had speedy deboarding. Yeah. About five minutes after we left Minnesota, yeah. she wished she deboarded yeah. because yeah. they. I had to tell them off first. Yeah. I had to tell two young men 
off yeah. for the language yeah, they Scouts were using. and Jeffen next to, this to American some girl. American girl. Uh, mm. And I spoke to him in the airport and she was like, oh, they were fine. I was thinking they weren't fine, they weren't kid, because they were, they were making yeah. my toes kill. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. That's after I've been touched. No, let's not go there. Let's not, not go, go there. That. Let's save let's that for another there. one. Um, moving on, that's 40. Everton done well. Brilliant. game. No game this weekend. But we're, br- we're brilliant for 13 more mm. days to be playing right. again. Yeah. Um, there was a question from two weeks ago from Astro, actually. Oh, yeah. And I, and I forgot to ask it. Um, and it was on about conspiracy. It was a bit conspiracy-ish. Mm-hmm. But what he asked, and I want to go to the two the two gentlemen yeah. first before we, we have our say. Bigfoot. You're talking about us, by the way? You two, yeah. Right. Cool, two. Bigfoot, right? Or the mm. what is it? Saskowitz or whatever they call him. Right? Is he a myth? Or is he just the champion hide and seek person? <laughs> so, one of you can start on what your belief is with the Bigfoot. Um, Andrew, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Tell, go tell you, I'd love to know your view on okay. Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, things that you never thought that you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my thoughts on Bigfoot, uh, also known as the Yeti, is yeah, that correct? Probably. Yes. And there is another word beginning with an S. Sasquatch. Just said it. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Well, you sort of said it, but I wasn't convinced yeah. that it no, was I correct. I was sneezing. I wasn't I mean, convinced was... either, to be fair. Okay. Sasquatch. But anyway, whatever it is, do I believe it's true? Yeah. Um, no, I don't, because I can't believe that somewhere in the snow-capped mountains is a large, hairy, man-like being who just sort of wanders around. And also, the by Sasquatch. the way, are we, are we saying that this is just one big, mm. hairy guy? Or do, are there lots of big, hairy guys mm. in most kind of ski-type alpine environments? Is that mm. what we're saying? Are, they, are there lots of them around there? Mm. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think so. And I think that any anybody that may have seen... Um, Bigfoot markings in the snow, presumably, and I haven't. I have. I can honestly say, is probably been the subject of a hoax where somebody has gone out with a, par- a pair of size fourteen wellies and has put them in there <laughs> to facilitate this conversation. Andrew, yeah, I mean, I, I believe it. I think, I think there I are. Um, why, why do monkeys just stop and then mm. there's us starting? There's no middle yeah. ground. Why is there? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be. Mm. Why is PG Tips adverts and stuff like that the absolute limit? Then there's a bit of a gap, and then you've got us lot. Surely there's a bit of like in between, yeah. you know, upright walking, mm. no photos, please, mm. and think, right, well, this is I'm sick of this. Let's go and live up in the no live in the snowy mountain for a bit and get away from it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In Oregon, I'm with, I'm with. Bar- it's it's yeah. Bigfoot is a large and mysterious humanoid creature, perpetrated through inhabits the wild and forested areas of Oregon and the west coast of North America. It's also known yeah. as ska- Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Uh, Sasquatch. Yeah. Scatman. Like, it's a bit like Rafa saying Squatch. Sasquatch. Yeah, but is this a is this like a race of people or just the odd one? No, I don't think it's one. There's got to be more. It was, I mean, in 1958, woods workers uh, yeah. east and west of Cascade Mountains began to report seeing creatures and discovering their immense tracks along logging roads. 
uh, enhancing the public recognition of the Bigfoot name. So essentially, it's a community that lives in the forest, big fellas. America's a big, big place, fun. though, isn't it? And well, you've uh, seen the movie Deliverance. You know what goes on up in those mm, mountains. You know what I mean? I've also seen you know Bigfoot and the Hendersons. Yeah, Bigfoot and Hendersons is a better representation mm, it's a better, than I Deliverance. So. I've got to be said, it's yeah. a better rep- And it's a more family-friendly, I would be than anyone yeah. out to watch Deliverance. No, um, no. Why not? Why like not? a soft, because, like a soft introduction. Because um, America is a big place, and those woods mm-hmm. are... The vast, the vast, the big. and the, these things have been living in them for a while. If they mm. are real, mm. so if there was people, uh, you know, going on their land, they'd mm. know all the best hiding spots, wouldn't they? they and they would. Also, be... it's like Loch Ness, though. Do you guys believe in the Loch Ness monster? No, I think it's bollocks. I believe. <laughs> I believe they didn't that, it up, did they? No, it's a load of bollocks. It's a deep lock. Now, I think there was something in there, yeah. and, and as time's gone by, things of uh, the story continue. And that mm. might be the case with this. Mm. There was a story... It's tourism, though, isn't it? It, it is. is. Mm. There was a really mm. sad story over the weekend of, of a guy who... who um, who played for St. Helens Rugby League. And he moved... No, no, this, this him out. And he, was, uh, he moved to America, and he... He went missing and he found his body over the weekend. 18 months he'd been missing. Oh, yeah. And he found them in the woods. So oh, yeah. 18, months, 18 months lost in the woods. Yeah, that shows that's you how vast, how vast, are, yeah, how yeah, vast yeah, yeah. the... So the, I, I do believe there could be something out there. Or it could just be a really hairy, smelly man going for a big walk. Big. With no shoes yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but that's classic Astro, though, because that's a very American thing, mm-hmm. Bigfoot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's something that's not really part of our... It was just a fact he threw thing. in that or the hide-and-seek champion. And he, I, I think he is the hide-and-seek champion, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, over in, like, the Himalayas, they have yetis, don't they? Which is a similar version of it. So they, like, Isn't that just, cutting. like, elevated and lift, though? They're just, they're just right. the same thing, aren't they? What I'm saying, so, they live somewhere else, or are they distant cousins? Do they, is there so any you, way you to keep them in touch? I don't know. The hide-and-seek thing, are you saying it's a little bit like... Remember those, those, those Japanese soldiers in some of the islands that didn't realise World War Two was over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still, he's still playing... Hide and seek. He yeah. doesn't realise the game's coming. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think some. Of, I mean, I think some of them would refer to it as being more serious an issue than hide and seek. Yeah, but of course. yeah. But I mean, in know, theory, yeah. I'm I think with the you. theory yeah. of what Andy's saying is, that, you know, the, the mm. single-minded devotion to winning. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't watch this. The sad thing is, though, if they don't know the other side are not playing. Yeah, this is you're playing against yourself. You're playing against yourself, aren't you? Still in there going, I wonder, they are doing brilliantly. Yeah. No one's looking for you, Mate, it. True, if there's two of you, yeah, I'm you... a yeti, not a yeah. sasswitch. That's my name, you tit. You're a hide and seek winner, you tit. If you're there and you're two of you, you'd be going, Do you think they're coming for us? Like, yeah. lad, I'm not being funny. I've gone grey while we win yeah. this game. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, there'll be no fades there. But Do the... you know what, Barber, lad? No. <laughs> there'll be no fades there. So it's very interesting. Very, very it interesting. interesting. Isn't it just? Yeah, I just now I've got an image of, because you said the hairy, smelly man, yeah. of the fella in Life of Brian. Who's you know, the, who's sat in the hole and he's, he's just a got hermit, that though? big bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not big, thing. though, is he? He's, he's not big, just like a, a little version of that, but no, no. Sure. I just wanted to get that reference in, even though it was nothing to do with it. So there mm. you go. Um, yeah. Very interesting, very interesting. Andy, you missed my story last week just about I had, had a piece of metal found in my eye when I went to the optician. Oh, I didn't like this story. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go back over it, but no, just go back over. just because Andy had talked about aliens, mm. you were focusing on inserting things up your bum. Mm. I think aliens took me and put something in my eye because there was a metal was piece a rusty in my ring eye. In his eye. So there was a rusty ring in my eye. Mm. That's how mm. they clocked mm. it. I mean, that was. And had to go and get not, to get it, not to go back over it again. Hmm? How how did you get? How do you don't get know. I went eyes? to an optician for a normal thing. Scan behind the eyes. 
blah de blah check all your eyes, whatever, whatever. And right at the end, I said last week, if you'd imagine like a loading screen, I was on like 98% yeah. of the visit done. Everything was great. Best eyes they've ever seen. Although, need glasses for reading. Um, and then she just said, you have a piece of metal embedded in your eye and it's going rusty. There's a rust ring. Wow. So there you go. You got someone else in. And basically, the long and short of it was you need to go to accidents and emergency immediately mm. and have mm. it removed. So I had to go and sit wow. in the hospital for three hours till he Otherwise, you'd have become a brown eyed boy, wouldn't I would you? Have, I would have. Hey. The rusty ring would have gone bigger and bigger. Um, Can I yeah. just. I'm going, to drop a, I'm going to drop a bit of knowledge on you, Ian. One that's go going on. to shock you, Baz, because some of my conspiracy theories. Go on. Rolls, Rolls Royce. Have, have they haven't gone the moon? They've received funding okay. to build a nuclear reactor for a base on the moon. What are your thoughts on that, Baz? Well, that's great. With your rusty they've, ring. They've got plan and permission. They probably plan are going to go. They've got plan and permission. Could, build and what, what happened if they built it without the plan and permission? Well, they'd have to remove it. with a clipboard. They'd, Mate, they'd have to remove it. it. Or, or do, they, do they have... Is it a little bit like when you have a conservatory or a garden shed where you're allowed to build something to a certain height yeah. before you get planning permission on the moon? Get the permission. I think it's called accept... Is it is it accepted development or something, something like, like that? that? Same with the next something extension. Like you can that, only go it? out mm. 10 foot without That's planning permission. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been given 2.9. Million to construct the reactor. 2. I don't 9, think what? that's going anywhere. 2.9 million. million. That ain't going no, anywhere. that's not going. I'm getting you an engine. Four screws. That's getting yeah. you on the 3D printer. You hope to get it built by 2029. <laughs> NASA, NASA spent like 17 billion on rockets. That ex- well, no. Do they well, well, someone does. I imagine they build it, though, do it Mock Tudor, and then three years yeah. later, they have to tear the roof down. Mock yeah. Tudor. not keeping yeah. with the local... Look like Baz's yeah. house. It looks like Baz's house. Need different windows and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah. They've used Georgian bar, and you're not allowed that on the complaint. moon. <laughs> you're not allowed that on the moon, the glare. Uh, Julian Clark, who, who sent in some questions, says, uh, Hi, guys. I mean, I've, hi Julian. This has stood out. This question to me: What is your favourite rule in football? Wasn't Julian I, Clark and the Mighty Bush? Maybe I haven't finished yet. Go on. Julian's favourite is the fact that corner kicks are awarded, and also foam is used to mark ten yards from distance. He thinks that's a great recent addition. So, I mean, what is what is your favourite rule in football? I'll tell you something that was interesting. What Newcastle did with the penalty. Uh, you know, it made Trippier look like he was going to play it. He was going to be the one taking the penalty. Mm. And then uh, Isak, who had been terrible up until this point, then just stepped in, took the penalty and scored. Uh, so it's almost like Trippier took clever. all the, the heat. Uh, but yeah. apparently, unless until you place the... Whoever places the ball down is the one who then has to take the penalty. So if you don't place the ball down, anything's still up for grabs, which I think is quite interesting. Is that a rule? Is that a rule that whoever places it down has to take the penalty? That's why I heard. That's why I heard. It might be if you put it down until you'd have a spot. If you put it down, then maybe you've got to take it. I don't know. So that is your favourite rule in football, Andy? Because that's what I'm asking you. Even though it's quite a grey area, though, isn't it? My favourite rule is is essentially a grey area. It is. But that's fine. If that's your your favourite rule, that's fine. Dave, do you you have a favourite rule in football? Do you know, I mean, it's something that I've never, ever thought about before now, Mm -hmm. is the honest truth. Okay. Um, same, Same with the existence of the Yeti or the Sasquatch or whatever it is. Is, but I would say that my favorite rule is probably, and it's an obvious one, but it's probably the offside rule because I think that when they were developing the rules of association mm. football yeah. many, many, many years ago, I think to actually come up with that, which is it's quite a complex 
situation when you think about it, you know, the offside thing, and mm. there's all those jokes about explaining it to your wife and stuff like yeah. that, you know, with the with the queue at Devon. You know, I could explain but, it to the VAR officials, but carry on. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that to actually come up with that, mm. which is mm. such an integral part of the game, yeah. I think was actually quite clever. Mm. And so, therefore, um, if I had to choose a favourite rule, it would be that. Okay. Pat, Do you your... think back then oh, when they oh, when oh. they were inventing the offside rule, they'd be... They think that in the future we'll be talking about phases, different no. phases of no, play. No, never, never, no. never, never. No, no. and ne- neither with artificial <laughs> no. intelligence. So the no. uh, I'm, I'm not sure on the route. I think if, if nothing else, this, this, uh, this question proves we do zero prep for this podcast, though. No, uh, I think, I think that's been evident since I'll episode two, though, know. hasn't it? I put out no, questions for, for the 1878. No, so you might not do any prep. You appreciate it. We've all been caught. My favourite route. No, well, the question caught me short. Really, my favourite rule. Is uh, half time. That's go. not a rule, that's is it? That's it just is. a it's thing. It's an agreement. It's, it's part of the rules. An agreement. It's not a rule. You, you can't a rule, sorry, sorry. Baz. I, I'm you not having that as a rule. I can assure you. Even. I'm assure you. You cannot play the full game no, no, without having a break. Even. It's a rule. Just I think you'll find it's a rule. Right. Have you got a favourite rule? Yes or no? Uh, no. Okay. My favourite rule. <laughs> is... I love it when they fall out. My... Isn't it? it isn't it, Bush? Isn't it like sort of sitting there? You know, when you're a kid, when your mum and dad have had a bit of a Barney in the car on a long journey, and they're not really talking to each other, and they're being really short and snide with each yeah. other. It's I'm like that. Tra- I'm just trying using to their full first name. It's because I don't yes, know what Nigel. Peter's going to say now. Well, I I said go to the, go to that. I said, go left. Um, uh, a favourite rule. Um, yeah. You know what? I don't really know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Ned's favourite rule. Favourite rule is yeah. getting booked for taking the shirt off. That's not a good rule, though, is it? Mm. That's Ned's favourite. No, I don't, I don't know about a favourite rule. Okay, but, that's but fine. But you know one rule I would like to change? Go on. So when the ball gets put down for a corner, yeah, I think the game should be live. Yeah, you've Let said me this. just say this because yeah, you've said this, yeah. it would stop all that arson about in the penalty box when they're all jostling and the ref has to go over and tell them all off one by one. Mm. When he puts it down, yeah. no one can go over anyway because it's 10 yards. Mm. So long as it's long as you don't time waste, yeah. then make the game live and even mm. anyone fouls, anyone give penalty. a penalty. I like the way hit. they go over, tell them to stop doing yeah. it. Then he walks away, they carry on, then they take the yeah. corner. So it means nothing. Um, wait, wait, also one other thing. What, yeah. Maybe it's time to get rid of the D. Anyone else sick of the D? What's the point? What's the, what's the point what's of the bloody point D? What does the D do? It's so that everybody's 12 yards from the penalty. Everyone's equal distance from the penalty spot mm. all the way around. Mm. Nonsense. Oh, that's the point of it. I, don't, I didn't say it was good. I just give you the point. Just, you asked. just making more work for the ground. Is that a rule or is that, is that a structure? I think that's a rule, Dave. It's a rule. Right. Is it? Um, Conrad Cole says, favourite TV show that was cancelled without a proper ending. Oh. Now, now, let me go in for This isn't being cancelled, but I watched better on the iPlayer, which was really good. Really, really. The ending was pathetic. Mm-hmm. And it ruined it for me. So there you go. Because I was going to say to you last week, get on to better. It's quite good. It's on the iPlayer. I mean, it's a strong title. It's a confident title, isn't it? it confident. It's got good good people in it, but the ending, mm-hmm. at the ending was poor. But is there any of what was your favourite one that was cancelled and you thought, they've, they've finished that and they haven't even ended it? Or uh, it's had a, there's a, a few rubbish actually, So. So recently, um, recently we had thing yo that I can't Westworld recently oh yeah set up for a fifth season yeah it's not everyone's favorite show and then they cancelled it because it's just too expensive to make which annoyed me and then there was another show a while ago called Invasion which is about aliens coming down or like almost like a body snatchers thing and it finished on a massive cliffhanger 
and and they cancelled it and it was like one of the big one of the main characters was dying and the what happened if you put him in the water and and the aliens were in there and and the aliens sort of did like a body snatcher thing so it would have kept Someone up his ass so it would have, yeah it went straight up its ass and then it died and um, massage his head it, aliens. Again. give it a give it a booking for an haircut and yeah and, and <laughs> it was scam. like it'll keep the person alive but there'll be like a, there'll be like the alien version yeah. and it just and it did never come back for a second season gentlemen have you got anything to offer here if you haven't, you, you don't. Do you know to. what? Realistically, no. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, favorite series that was cancelled. I mean, I've seen some series that should have been cancelled. Yeah, they no, actually yeah, started off really well and mm. then just turned to God complete rubbish, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, I'm going to say no. Okay. Fine. What about you, Mister? Mr. No, as well. No. So, okay. Well, I'm listen. Hey, you did. Any Final radio, answer. Any radio shows that got cancelled that you really wish would have carried on? Well, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't think of anything myself, Peter. <laughs> could you, do, could do you think there's a radio show? Yeah, that Bush Vitty. Hmm. I don't know. I think Vitty's thrown in the towel. Bush Vitty sounds like I do feel like he's thrown in the towel. I do feel like there could have been a partnership there for the uh, for the half nine slot on Radio Two, but mm. you know, they, they never went um, for it. I, no, I would like to say publicly that I am still available for the right projects, as I have been since 2012. And um, and yes, I await your correspondence, and you can contact me at Toffee TV Dave, had... uh, via Barrington and Ped. Absolutely. You've had a job since 2012 in radio, though. Only one. And only briefly. It was a big job, though. It was a big job. It mm. was a big job. Absolutely. And we're disappointed that you, it's changed because obviously we got to see you a little bit more regularly. Mm. In the this studio. is very true. And and there was a lot of good to come from that. There and was. I, too, am sad that it didn't work out. And um, then you just decided. No, like, no, no, I, don't think that was your, I don't think that was your fault, Dave. It wasn't your fault, no. obviously. I mean, listen, at this moment in time, I would like to offer no further comment. Mm. For, yeah, wise choice. If only you knew someone who worked at a radio station that has like four DJs who have to cover 80, 80 12 shows and the yeah. whole schedule. If only, yeah. The only issue is you'd have to move to South End or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Media Village. Uh, Media Village. <laughs> what, I, what I want to say is in our group, mm. we we were treated to Ped's dog with its barber jacket on. Yeah. This will be getting put in mm. the video. Some people, not an issue. People will see it. Mm. Um, so just first, first thing, what's the early take on on the dog with the jacket. Loki wearing his barber jacket from you two gentlemen. We we did speak about this the other week. Uh, what you what was your well, you go reaction? first because because I've just realised that, that even though I was part of this group, I didn't really look at this last night. So while okay. you fill, yeah. I'm going to have a little look at this mm, so that I it. can look like I was part of this conversation last night and not ignoring it. Okay. Uh, so my take on this is as follows: I think the world has gone dog mad. Mm, Something's okay. happened where mm. dogs are. Um, there's, there's something happened to dogs where they're almost like level pegging with human beings and then people are giving them outfits so like I don't know a ped might have his dog in dungarees next week or something like that <laughs> only, if he's, only if he's painting the stairs it should be called dogger, doggery shouldn't they don't you think doggery sounds like an entirely different thing don't yeah it does mm. does yeah. does Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm not sure about the the outfit unless it's one of those dogs that has got like a body warmth problem. Then you have to give it an outfit. No, okay, it just, it just, right? it, they get wet, and when they get wet, they take a lot long. They take ages to dry. So you, why not have a coat? No, they 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 they, they have rights. Dogs have rights. Okay, mm. so that was the first point, mm. Dave. You've you've had a chance to assess the the attire of Loki. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have. And 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 I think I refer back to my my thoughts of three or four weeks ago where I just don't think the dogs need coach, to be mm. honest with you. I think that they've 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 coped admirably in all sorts of different yeah. kind of pre- precipitation situations mm. without a coat. And and now why start? You know, I'm voting for no dog coats. Okay. So yeah. fair enough. Hey, listen, everyone's entitled to it. And and then uh, what I would like to now direct you to is point mm. two, which is mm. Loki gone out and got soaked because wet it's been a lot of we've had a lot of precipitation like a soaky over the last Loki. few weeks. Soaky Loki. He's now donned his uh, his dressing gown. So what so we'll put we'll put the barber coat to one side. You've got Ped's got mm. that. It's in his cupboard, no one's taking it from him. What about the uh, the actual dressing gown? what's our take on that? To you again, Mr Bush. It's the world's gone mad. Mm, the world's yeah. gone dog mad. Um, <laughs> it makes me I want worry for pets. No. Like what's going on in that house? Also, it's like a Melda Marcos type character no. with oh. chihuahuas. 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 Let me just state that's a spare dressing gown because his other one is purple and it's got like a little hoodie that can go over his head. I've with the right. hoodie. You've shown me that. Like, I, I actually, I need to go now to go. And get yeah, this is not a protest. Okay, maybe let's call it a protest. Yeah, yeah. Pet dressing his dog. Andy, let me just leave you. Let me just leave you with these 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 words tv and everywhere else these so-called evertonians have really really betrayed this football (laughs) fair play there you go that's a good way to leave it mr bush take care what's that okay someone doing an impression of bill it's all good it might be bill kenwright it might not not be could be anyone andy can't say See you soon. Take care. We are going to fin- finish. Finale. Yeah, what mm. a finale. Yeah, what a finale. to leave it. I mean, leave them uh, wanting more, I think. Exactly. Now. Exactly. exactly. Take care, Anne. There you go. Dave, before we go, what's, what's your feelings on the said um, dressing gown situation mm. of Loki the dog? Or dogs in general? Other dogs are available. I have the same opinion for all dogs as I do uh, for Loki. <laughs> I've never met Loki. But um, I think it's fair to say that, yeah, I mean, like Bush, I think it's ridiculous. And I think that it's even more daft than the coat scenario Mm. to actually put a dressing gown on a dog. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest doggist, as people will know. Well, Um, but yeah, it's not for me. And therefore, um, I'm going to vote no final answer. You're going to say that that's it. Mm. I mean, fair play. Right. The final question, then we're done. On, then. I mean, it's about eight, but I'm just no. going to read this final one. I might keep it for next week. Uh, Glenn Watson says, what's your favourite cocktail, mocktail or other drink? So it's just a Dave. We, me and you oh, just for me. Anymore, Sorry. So we've kind of ruined it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, um, I would like to say a Long Island iced tea. Because I don't know much about cocktails, mm. to be honest with you. But I yeah. know that's sort of mm. a fun one that generally yeah. involves pretty much everything from behind the bar being put into a large glass and topped up with Coke. Mm. Um, which seems as good a thing to do with a cocktail as any. So I'm going to say a Long... Was that... Was it Glenn? Was Glenn. It, was that... it was Glenn. Glenn well, Glenn, question. I'm going to say a Long Island iced tea. Mm. I think if we can take one thing from this podcast, it is maybe we start should do a bit of prep. <laughs> Listen, anyone wants just to bring anything to uh, to the, yeah, just... the podcast, and, and it's all it's it's a fusion of yeah, anything. Of course. Listen, that's, it's, that's real. It's, it's real. It's real. And I think that's important, and you know, and, and as you said 
uh, Ped, there's no doubting the fact that this is authentic and it is real and, yeah. and there is no safety net. And what you hear is is what you get. And it really is <laughs> just like that. On that tremendous note, bit of padding, that there. is they know, hey, this is why he is available now. It's, Someone is it, that, is that no, well, is it, yeah, is, no, is that no, why no. I'm available? Is that why I've been no, available? No, for, no, sorry, for... what I meant to say was mm. this is makes it difficult to understand why Dave I hasn't been. You know why I think Dave should have took over from Roger Phillips on Radio Mercy, absolutely. And I think he would have, he could have moved to our fair city. Mm. I think he could have been, He's got that silky could have been in the company well, of, of us a lot more. Mm. He would have a regular barber that he could trust. Exactly. Uh, this is why I, this, I do think this, he does trust Gillian. He can paddleboard around the Albert Dock. I he do can paddleboard I, all the way to the new stadium. He could. Yeah, no, this is this is true. But you know, you're right. This maybe is why I've been largely available for nine and a half of the last eleven. Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you're top man. Right, you go. we're gonna leave it there, Dave. Right, brilliant as always. Have a good afternoon, mate. Take care. And you. See, See you later. later. We will catch Bye-bye. you. Bye. See you later today. Thank you very much for watching, listening, wherever you are. Make sure you subscribe to Toffee TV, and uh, we will be back next week with the 1878 FM podcast. See you later. Mm.